music your way. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Good evening and welcome to Graphic and Messiah. I'm your host, Gil Burgos. And we're doing another broadcast on the show. Today, December 14, 2022. And we got another great topic coming at you. So stick around. We got more to come. May the Lord bless you and keep you And make his face to shine upon you And be gracious to you May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you May the Lord grant you his peace Thus she shall speak unto Aaron and his sons, saying, Thus she shall bless Israel. And I will put my name upon the children of Israel, and I will bless them. That's Chuck Pierce with the ironic benediction. I love that song. All right, we're going to jump right into the broadcast today. Today, I'm going to be doing something a little different. Be it is the holiday season, and a lot of people are shopping, and business is booming for retail, but more so online. You know, a lot of online businesses are doing well nowadays. People shop more online than in person. If you notice, if you go to the malls, it's not the way it used to be. People are not shopping uh, in the stores as they once did from time past. Once they, uh, COVID came into place, people are still, even after two years, very uh, reluctant of just being around other people and people still getting COVID. And even at this time, they were saying that uh, people are getting COVID and flu and other illnesses that are just in the air. So what that has done is taken a toll on many retailers. And now again, people are not in the stores as much. Malls are not packed like they once was. And people are not just hanging out there anymore. People are just buying online. Amazon is really racking up, if you ask me, and others like them. But anyway, at this time of the year, people seem to get into heavy debt. And that's the that's the one thing about the holidays that I don't like, especially Christmas, that people just go crazy when it comes to spending money. And they run up big credit card bills, debts. And before you know it, by the end of the year, they look in January, they just can't wait to get their uh, tax return so they can pay up all the credit cards that they probably maxed out. And sometimes people get extra credit cards during this season because, and listen, the banks will be more than happy to give you another credit card because they want to make money off you because they know you're not going to pay it off in one shot. And then the interest is going to kick in and they're going to make their money. So it's not the wisest to 
thing to do if you uh, go beyond your spending and, and go beyond what you really can afford. So you have to use biblical wisdom and have the Holy Spirit uh, guide you and lead you. And now don't go crazy. I'm not saying not to shop, not to buy at this time. And I think it's a good thing to buy and give gifts. You know, it's holiday season, whether it be Hanukkah or it be Christmas or whatever thing you celebrate at this time. But, you know, nothing wrong with giving. But when you give to the point that you really put yourself in a bad situation, that you now you're in a, in a big crisis and you don't have the money to really pay it off, then that poses a problem. And that's exactly what uh, God is trying to avoid us from doing. Anyway, uh, so I would I title this message, I would say, I would call it, Should a Christian Use a Credit Card? Um, so that's the question. Should a Christian use a credit card? Um, I would say it depends. It depends if they're a responsible person and they're able to pay it back in a reasonable time. I don't think a Christian should uh, put themselves in, in big depths because that's not what the Bible teaches us. And I don't think that, uh, again, we should be wise as serpents and gentle as doves and don't be in a situation that you go beyond your means, as I mentioned earlier. But anyway, I want to read this article in regards to such so that we can better understand where this whole thing began. Credit cards, charge cards, the whole nine yards, and what's going on today as far as uh, spending is concerned. So anyway, the article begins by saying, Credit vouchers in some form have been in existence since the 1800s but in a private limited capacity. Plastic credit cards, as we know them, have only been used since the 1960s. In 1946, a banker named John Biggins invented a bank card called Charge It, but it was only used locally through his bank. In 1950, Diners Club introduced a card that became the first credit card with widespread use. From then on, other banks and lending institutions joined the throng of those eager to lend money with interest. Credit cards can help someone get by during times of financial stress, but they can also create unmanageable debt if not used carefully. Since for a Christian, God should be in control of every area of life, including the finances, there's the question, should a Christian use a credit card now again it depends entirely up to the person people some people are good with uh, credit and some people are not good with credit as far as paying back now i think a lot of us i think the majority of people nowadays have some kind of debt i don't think anybody's 100 percent debt free you owe something sometimes you, you may not be in credit card uh, debt but you owe maybe your house you're paying a mortgage or you're paying a car note or you're paying whatever and you're paying someone something for what you owe them. It's a good thing to pay everything up front, but sometimes we don't have the funds to do that. And that's why people go to the plastic. Anyway, as it says, whether or not a Christian should own or use credit cards depends upon the person's self-control, wisdom, and understanding of the power that credit cards have to own us. It says the major problem with lending institutions and credit card companies is that they make much of their wealth from people with unwise spending habits and those too poor to repay their debt. Let me stop there for a moment. You ever wonder why like some people they'll just get a card and then they go to they do like they call a balance transfer and they put it on another card and then they do another balance transfer and then another balance transfer. 
And then before you know it, you're just transferring money and then you're paying a fee. So you're not really winning. You're still losing because you, every time you do a balance transfer, you have to pay the institution money to do that. And then after your time runs out, they give you, like I say, a certain amount of uh, time to pay it back. If you don't, then you accrue all the interest that you would not accruing during that time. So let's say I have 18 months to pay off, let's say, a television. And I don't pay it back in 18 months. Now I'm, I'm past that time and I owe, let's say, another $1,000 or so. Now I got to accumulate all the interest for the whole 18 months. So now what I'm going to be paying, I'm not going to be paying what I paid for it. I'm going to be paying what I paid for it plus more. So that's the problem. And that's what people do. They wait to the last minute and they'll say, okay, I'll worry about that bridge when I cross it. And before you know it, you keep procrastinating and then you keep spending and spending and spending. What God is trying to teach you today is not to do that. What you should do, I, I think what the best thing people should do is get a credit, uh, not a credit, a debit card. This way is taken out your account and that's it. Uh, I'm not saying not to have a credit card, but I think you should have a limit. If you get too much credit, when that's what they want to do, they want to give you all this money so you can use it. I don't think that's a good idea. I have a lot of credit cards, and they want to offer me seven, eight, nine, ten thousand dollars, and say, "What am I going to do with all that credit? I'm not going to spend ten grand to pay it back in a month." But if they want to give it to me, fine. It goes great, great on my credit report. But I'm not going to give you. I'm not going to spend ten grand. You know, maybe the most I spend, not even a thousand dollars. I don't. I don't max out my cards. I have, have a lot of credit cards, but it's all very little bit on each one. And that's why uh, my credit score, believe it or not, has gone up astronomically. You know, I know how to finagle money back and forth. And that's why um, I don't get into a situation that I can't handle. And that's another tip. You know, sometimes if you spread yourself out a little bit and you don't put so much on one card, you don't have to worry about, oh, my God, I just spent all this money. Now I'm going to have to put a big payment on my next bill because if I don't, when the next one comes next month, the interest is going to kill me. And that's not what you want to do. You know, if you have maybe two or three cards, you spread it out, and maybe you have a few, a little bit of money here, a little bit of money there, and it's not that bad. They're not demanding you pay all this money up front. So that's something, a little tip that you can follow that I do. It works for me. Anyway, let's go back to the article. Um, here we are. What was I? Okay, when God gave his law to the Israelites, he specified that they were not to lend money with interest to their fellow countrymen. And we see the first reference here in Leviticus 25, 36, which says, Take no interest from him or profit, but fear your God that your brother may live beside you. And also we see another reference here is Exodus 22, 25, which says, If you lend money to any of my people with with you who is poor, you shall, you shall not be like a money lender to him, and you shall not extract interest from him. So according to biblical standards, um, we are not to do that to people so-called believers we're not supposed to charge them interest according to the torah i read it again again uh, if you lend money to any of my people with you who is poor you shall not be like a money lender to him and you shall not exact interest for him so again god is like saying okay you could you could lend borrow but don't charge interest to your brother your sister in the lord that's something that you don't do that's what the pagans do they charge interest and banks and all kinds of credit card companies they charge interest you shouldn't be charging your friend money because he you borrow some money he borrows some money and also okay i'll lend you some money now i'm gonna charge your interest 
Mm-mm. That's not what God wants you to do. Okay, the King James Version calls this entry interest usury. Usury, U-S-U-R-I. It sounds like uh, what it means, ex- exorbitant interest rates charged to those who can't afford to pay them. Again, I'll say it again. Usury sounds like what it means. Exorbitant interest rates charged to those who can't afford to pay them. That's in contrast to Psalms 15.5, which says, Who does not put out his money at interest and does not take a bribe against the innocent? He who does this thing shall never be moved. And again, Psalms 15.5 describes a person who dwells in, a, in God's presence as someone who, among other things, lends money to the poor without interest. And then here we see, it says, many people have found that they cannot trust themselves with credit cards. And if that's you today, then you maybe you should not get one. And I definitely don't suggest you give that to a child of yours who is irresponsible because they don't understand what that means. They go on a rampage. They start charging, charging, charging. And when that bill comes, you're going to be, forget it, so scared you don't know what to do with yourself. It says they, they tend to view them as free money since the actual bill does not come for weeks. And even then, only a minimum payment is required. They can have a $2,000 boat today and only pay for it, uh, only pay a few hundred dollars at the time over several months. What they don't want you to you what they don't want to think about is that the two thousand dollars new boat becomes a four thousand dollar used boat by the time they finally have paid it off at the minimum payment each month. That's a good point because <laughs> you buy something and by the time it's paid off, it's not new anymore. It's old. So look at the logic here. You pay two thousand with all the interest, it becomes four thousand, and you pay four thousand dollars for a used product doesn't make sense so wasting money on interest is not good stewardship it's not good stewardship of the resources god has entrusted to us for example let's read first timothy 6 10 which says what for the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil it is through this craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many Hangs. And Proverbs 22 7 says, The rich rules over the poor, and the borrower is the slave of the lender. Again, the borrower is a slave to the lender. God does not want you to be slaves to anything, anything on this earth, especially people. Because once you owe somebody something or money, you become a slave to them because you owe them. So why spending means we strive to live below our means so that we always have money for emergencies and enough to share with those in need. And I think today most people don't even have $2,000 in their checking account. Ask around. I'm pretty sure you'll know what I'm talking about. Many people say, yeah, that's me. I don't have it. I don't have the money. I don't have the means. Why not? Well, times is rough. Times is hard. And, and that's what we're looking at today. We're in a recession, and money is just not where it is. We're supposed to have more money in our reserves as a country, and it's just not fair. So what do we do? We have to hold back. We have to cut back. And don't think we have it like we once did 10, 20, 30 years ago because this country is not where it once was. Amen. Okay, we're going to take a short break, and then when I come back, we're going to do a little bit more on the subject of Christians and credit cards right here on Grafted 
and Messiah. Let Israel be glad in his maker. Let the sons of Zion rejoice in their king. Let them praise his name with dancing. Let them sing praises to him with timbrel and the lyre. For the Lord takes pleasure in his people. And he will bless the humble with Yeshua. Praise the Lord. Sing to the Lord a new song in the congregation of the righteous. Oh, praise the Lord. Sing to the Lord a new song in the congregation of the righteous. Let the saints rejoice in his glory. Let them sing for joy on their beds. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth. And the two-edged sword in their hand For the Lord takes pleasure in His people And He will bless the humble with Yeshua Praise the Lord, sing to the Lord a new song In the congregation of the righteous Oh, praise the Lord, sing to the Lord a new song In the congregation of the righteous Exclusive Let Israel be glad in his maker Let the sons of Zion rejoice in their king Let them praise his name with dancing Let them sing praises to him with timbrel and the lyre For the Lord takes pleasure in his people And he will bless the humble with Yeshua Praise the Lord Sing to the Lord a new song in the congregation of the righteous. Oh, praise the Lord. Sing to the Lord a new song in the congregation of the righteous. Come praise the Lord. Sing to the Lord a new song in the congregation of the righteous. Oh, praise the Lord. Sing to the Lord a new song in the congregation of the righteous. In the congregation of the righteous, praise the Lord. Here's your host. All right, we're back. That's Ted Peters' Congregation of the Righteous from that old album, Zealous Over Zion. I remember that. I love that album. All right, we're back. We're talking about should a Christian use a credit card right here on Grafted and Messiah. Okay, so we're going to continue with the remaining part of this article, and uh, we're going to pick up where we left off. And we see here that we looked at a few biblical verses and talked about how we become slaves to uh, anything that we owe money to, and that's not what God wants us to become. Only slaves we should be to is to Christ, the Messiah, Yeshua. All right, let me uh, continue with this article. It says, earning interest on our investments rather than paying interest on our spending is a wise way to handle money. In Matthew 25, Jesus gives the example of three servants, two of whom invested what the, ma- what the master had entrusted to him and doubled the initial sum. 
The third servant, however, did not invest. In verse 27, the master tells him, Well then, you should have put my money on deposit with the bankers so that when I returned, I would have received it back with interest. So it says again, credit cards are not evil in themselves. And that's true. Credit card is a, not, credit card is not an evil in itself, but how you use it, it can become a vice. It come, can become a stronghold. It can become an addiction for some people who just like spending money. And there's some people that just can't have money on their pocket. Yeah, on a credit card, they just have to spend it. And credit cards, they could be beneficial. If you really look at it, they could be beneficial, handy, and even economical for the person who knows how to use them wisely. Hello? When we are in charge of our finances, folks, rather than our finances being in charge of us, we don't make idols out of the things we can buy, nor do we use our money to control the other people. Wise credit card users never pay the exorbitant interest tacked on to their purchases. They pay off the initial balance at the end of each month, thereby using the card without it using them. And that's what I do. I tried my best to clean my credit cards every month if I can. Now I've gotten them falling a little behind because the way the economy is and I can't pay them off completely. But let me tell you, a few months ago, I was my credit cards, all my credit cards were clean. I would get a bill, whatever it was, and boom, knock it out. And again, it, it was beneficial to me because my credit score, it went sky high. It's almost at 850, which is excellent. I never had excellent credit, but I used the credit cards to work it for me. And now I pay everything online, bills online, pay the bill, pay the credit card on time. And let me tell you, you do that, your credit card uh, credit card people or companies, they'll be rather happy to give you more credit, good rapport. They'll love you. They'll give you uh, whatever you need. If you need a bank loan or something like that, they won't hesitate. Just recently, I just got a loan approved for a loan for $35,000. I think it was a little bit more than that. And the guy told me, uh, the agent told me, it wasn't because you're the greatest person in the world. It's because of your credit score. And that's we based on that. So you see, it all pays off. God will bless you. And then when you really need the money for something that you can afford to make payments on, the money will be there. But if you're a person that is not responsible and you don't pay your bills on time and the credit card people are calling you and your credit score is going down and down, it's not going to work. You have to be better stewards of God's money because if God is blessing you, you have to be a good steward of the money. And Yeshua talked about that in the Gospels of being a good steward of money. You know, we, we how can God bless you if you're not a good manager <laughs> with money that He's given you? If you go out there and spend it and spend it and don't save it and don't bless others with it and you don't care about nobody but yourself, God is not going to bless you. He's going to watch how you're using the money or the finances that he's expecting you to uh, manage properly. And once you do that, believe me, the money will be there. All right, let me finish up this last part of this article. It says, when we view credit cards as cash and stay in control of our spending, we don't charge what we cannot afford and therefore don't end up with a staggering shock when the bill comes. Charging only what we can afford to pay helps us obey Hebrews 13.5, which says, Keep your lives free for the love of money and be content with, with what you have. When we refuse the lure of spending on credit, we learn to practice contentment. Let me read to you 1 Timothy 6.6. 6, but godliness with contentment is great gain. 
Through the contentment, we develop godly character and we see our finance as a way to bless others and honor God. Here's three verses you can take to the bank. Psalm 37, 26. He is ever lending generously and his children become a blessing. Proverbs 11, 24 and 25. One gives freely, yet another. All I'm sorry. One gives freely, yet grows all the richer. Another withholds what he should give, and only suffers one. This is King James. Oh, this is ESV. I don't like these. Some of these translations. I get tongue tied with them. Verse twenty-five. Whoever brings blessing will be enriched, and the one who waters will himself be watered. Second Corinthians nine seven. Each one must give as he as he has decided in his heart, and not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And that's the one you always hear every Sunday when they are asking for the offering plate goes around. God loves a cheerful giver, and you know, sometimes people use verses to uh, put people under condemnation and, and you know all this stuff about tithing and robbing God, and you know that's another that's another teaching itself. Maybe one day I'll talk about that. But anyway, I'm hoping that this coming season that you will not put yourself uh, in a position beyond your means, that you will spend wisely, that you will continue to have enough, like the Bible says, that you have enough pressed down, shaken together, running over. And that's only, you're able to get that when you give, okay, when you give to others. I'm not asking for money for me. I'm just making a point. When you give, God blesses you back. We already know that. But be careful in these times because it's a time that people will entice you and commercials will entice you. And people say, don't worry about it. Just put it on the card. And you keep hearing that. Put it on the card and put it on the card. And for you to know the card is beyond putting on. And now you have put on a tremendous debt. And that's not what you want to do. You want to keep yourself within the means that you can afford to pay back what you owe. And then pay it back within one or two payments. If you can't do it on the first shot, try it on the second, no more than three payments, and that bill should be clean, clean slate. If you're paying your credit cards more than three times, I believe you're paying too much, and interest is going to grab you by the throat. Amen? All right, guys, we're going to finish up here. One more song, and I'll be back with a final thought. says the Lord 
King of Israel and his Redeemer, the Lord of hosts. I am the first and I am the last. Beside me there is no other God who is like me. Let him proclaim it. Let him declare and set it forth before me. Who has announced from old the things to come? Let them tell us what is yet to be. Since days of long ago, you are my witness. All right, that's Isaiah. Here's your host. 44 from Ted Pierce right here on Grafted and Messiah. Hey, listen, if you haven't checked out our radio station, check it out. It's on Live 365. And you can find that on the website, which is www.graftedinmessiah.org. For more information about myself on the ministry, you can go there. And there's a lot of stuff, information there that'll bless you. Amen. So we're out of time, folks. I'm glad you were able to join us for another broadcast. And we're just hoping to see you guys next time on this same podcast. We're podcasting on Podomatic. Uh, where else are we on Spotify and iHeartRadio and uh, many other digital platforms that you all can listen to the podcast amen so keep keep like I said keep that these thoughts in mind as you go out the doors this week this week is gonna be a big weekend because of the last weekend before Christmas and everybody's gonna go start going out there spending buck wild so amen keep your head up like they say and be wise and don't let anybody put you in a position that you're not ready for Amen. All right, guys. God bless you. We'll see you soon. Shalom.